Hey, now yeah, you're just yeah. darkness. Okay. Um, <laughs> welcome back to the Embassy Talks podcast and Happy New Year. And also, we were kind of on time, kind of, sort of. Um, kind of, sort of. We're not that. Sorry. We're not that late. <laughs> just overall. Um, <laughs> but yes. Uh, hopefully your holidays and everything was good, Jade. Um, overall, how are you? Before we dig into church announcements. Yep, I am good. New year, new new year, same me, <laughs> same <laughs> shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> but yes, doing good. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I've uh, been working on myself more so behind the scenes, but also working on stuff for the channel too. <laughs> we love you too, Dilly. I'm just laughing at yeah, your own cut emo because I forgot you uploaded that. Um. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it was the Anka that threw me off. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, been working a bit on myself uh, in the background, um, but as well as like channel and content stuffs, um, <laughs> which we will get to in a bit. As far as church announcements, though, um, I actually don't have a lot. I'm, I'm, this week was weird, uh, just all around. So, um, but I do plan on being consistent with streams going forward. Uh, next stream will be Saturday, which, uh, we'll get back to Final Fantasy VII before we dive into the full 19 inches of Sephiroth with Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. Um, <laughs> it takes me out every time. <laughs> But uh, outside of that, uh, no church announcements right now. Nothing, no new developments. Um, but yeah, any church announcements from you? Um, yes. So I will be uh, first weekend of uh, February. So first weekend next month, uh, February the 3rd. I think it's the 3rd or the 4th is the Saturday. Uh, we will be in San Diego. So if anybody's in the area, you can come to the Black Comic Books Day. Uh, it's a free event. I'll have more information on IG and all that stuff. Um, but it's free event. Uh, black authors, Black, Brown authors, Indigenous, and uh, comic books, books themselves, just all kinds of nerddom that you can celebrate. Uh, so we'll be there with Mike's books. And then uh, March the 9th, another party. So if anybody wants info on that in New York. Uh, that Oh, yeah, that is life update. I moved to New York. <laughs> so, yeah, I forgot that little tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm a New Yorker now. Well, you might announcement. Uh, I know, right? Like, I'm here permanently <laughs> I went and got my stuff <laughs> um but yeah so yeah that's all my church announcements for this year so far yeah cool cool all right we have a packed docket not necessarily because we started in the second week but because everybody just it is a lot happened in the first 11 days apparently four days well in the first Not four even days. 11 the first four <laughs> first four days already and then after another week some more stuff happens so it was like all right well well at least we got stuff to talk about on the first podcast um so 
Yeah, so we're going to get straight into it with Newsbeat headlines. Honestly, oh no, not everything's Newsbeat, but yeah, Newsbeat headlines first. Um, Before we get into the big story of Cat Williams, because like, I, I, I just really enjoyed that. But uh, first, let's travel overseas a bit and talk about a Brexit update, um, which was quite interesting. So, um, according to London Mayor... Uh, oh no, I forgot to get his first name. But uh, according to the London London Mayor, um, he said that Brexit has cost the UK over one hundred seventy eight billion dollars so far, um, which had which means it reduced the size of its economy by six percent so far, um, with a shortfall seen reaching ten percent by twenty thirty five, um. London Mayor uh Khan, who is a member of the opposition Labour Party, which voted against Brexit voted against Brexit in the 2016 referendum, based a statement on a report he commissioned from economic consultants, Cambridge Cambridge Econometrics, there we go, um, who estimated how fast the economy would have grown if Britain had voted to stay in the EU. Um, so he says, obviously, now that Brexit isn't working, I mean, somebody, some people said that already, but, you know, uh, but it's obvious now that Brexit isn't working. Hardline version of Brexit we ended up with is dragging our economy down and pushing up the cost of living, according to Khan. Um, so Labour has a big lead. The Labour Party currently has a big lead over Prime Minister Rishi Sunak's conservatives before an election, uh, which Sunak intends to call in the second half of this year. So, John Oliver told y'all, um... <laughs> But yeah, it was like, who'd have thought Brexit wasn't actually was gonna great? Yeah, wasn't the best idea. Who would have thought other than all the people <laughs> that voted against it, all the people that suggested against it, who thought? Who would have thought? Yeah. So that happened. Your thoughts? <laughs> Yeah, again, who would have thought that that this wouldn't work? This was it when it was proposed, it wasn't like the greatest idea. It was like, but why leave the EU? This makes no sense. Uh it changed a lot for their economy and as it like we knew it was gonna change a lot for their economy itself. Uh so then now it's a couple of years later and it's a proven fact now. So it's no more speculations or guesses. Uh, they have this. They have actual numbers behind it, and I'm guessing that all the people that voted for it are pretty much kicking themselves mm. at this point. Yeah, like I don't think they're as because everybody compared Brexit to uh, Trump's election since they both happened in 2016. So I don't mm-hmm. think the people voted who voted in favor of Brexit are as staunch and diehard supporters uh, of it more than eight years. Jesus. Um, uh, or almost eight years um, post-Brexit. So as much as we see with some of, I'm not going to say all, but some of uh, Trump supporters even today. So, um, yeah, I don't, uh, don't think they're really happy with the decision now. Will they find other scapegoats for why the economy is tanking? Sure. But, um, yeah. And for what it's worth, I guess like 6% in the glo- in the grand scheme of things isn't tanking, but it's not good. Um, with it's, a t- Yeah, with a 10% deficit to be reached by 2035, like that's not good. 
work ass. But yeah. Yeah, it's still, like you said, it's not the worst, but it's still not great. It still shows that it is something that over time will accumulate to show that failure because we are still within that like first uh, phase of it. Mm-hmm. So you're going to like, that's why you see the shorter um, discrepancy, not discrepancy, but the shorter, uh, the smaller amount that is affected it. So it's kind of like, what are we, what's it going to look like in 20 years from now? Yeah. Like how the the later effects of uh, uh, what did George Bush do? <laughs> he did a lot of things, um, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> Were you thinking of uh, with the schools? No child left behind. Uh, no child left. Yeah, no <laughs> child left behind. Where we didn't see that right away, but like now, you can see the effects of that every so day on like, Twitter. Um, girl. Oh my gosh, some of y'all could have been left behind. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> right, so a whole series on that one. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be something that right now you're not going to see a lot of a lot of the uh, disadvantages of it as much. But I feel like in the next 10, 20, 30 years, that's what it's going to accumulate more. And I feel, I think it's going to show. I agree. But we'll, we shall see. Um, if apparently the candidate uh, for the Labor Party, if they do win against uh, Sunak later in the year, they're, they are looking at negotiations with the EU. Uh, I don't know about rejoining, but definitely are negotiating with the EU for like a better deal. So, um, but we shall see. Uh, it's going to be interesting uh, across the pond later this year. So it's going to be interesting over here later this year as well, but I'm sticking my head in the sand right now, at least until after Iowa. I need to like see what Iowa does, even though Iowa is not the best representative of the country, but I need to see what Iowa does. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Same. Uh- <laughs> until then, I'm sticking my head in the sand about our stuff here. So um, it's a lot. All right, moving right along. Um, The interview that uh, the the interview across heard across the world within the first four days of the new year. Um, so apparently, Cat Williams just felt like unloading the clip. Um, so Cat Williams sat down for a nearly three hour interview with ESPN first state correspondent Shannon Sharp on his podcast Club Shay Shay. And Cat Williams said the reason that he had to come was because uh, Shannon Sharp uh, made a safe 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 space safe place for truth to be told um and he was like i've watched all these low brow comedians come here and disrespect you in your face and tell you straight up lies and i was like oh oh and he dropped major t um so uh after sifting through some of the uh more um what is the word i had it in my head sifting through the more um hang on I might, it might be lost. <laughs> I'll just say over exaggerated. That's not the word, but it's the sim. It's the synonym. But simply through the more over exaggerated parts of the interview. All right. So highlights. Um. So it was primarily on like older comedians where he emptied the clip. Um. So first there was Ricky Smiley. 
who apparently lied about being asked to play Money Mike, saying Money Mike was intended for him on uh, the movie Friday After Next. Um, and Kevin Williams was like, that's a lie. Uh, Steve Harvey. It's a lot of stuff with Steve Harvey. But it was like stuff that some people already knew. And then other parts that we were just like, oh, damn. Okay. Did not know that. So the, one of the bigger things was that the premise of the Steve Harvey show was apparently lifted from Mark Curry's hanging with, with that hanging with Mr. Cooper. Um, and that Steve, uh, was wearing a hairpiece, uh, a unit, a male unit, if you will. Um, um, on that show, which looking back, I was like, yeah. that lineup was a little too crisp. The lineup was Chris. It was kind of interesting how the shape of the head went from square to more rounded after he shaved his head. Um, yeah. So, um, and that, you know, Steve Harvey also lifted jokes, uh, as well. But the main thing was that the premise, uh, of, uh, the Steve Harvey show was actually, like, straight up from Mark Curry's Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Um, and that, like, uh... Yeah, he was like his whole thing, his whole thing is fake. Uh, also, because the whole thing of him being jealous of uh, Bernie Mac um, and not wanting to, like, because Bernie Mac has such an impact as being uh, when he does his stand up when they were on the Kings of Comedy tour, he didn't want to be the closer, but his name was on the King, Kings of Comedy tour. Like, he was the one like a producer of it or something so it was kind of expected it was like okay you either gonna host or you're gonna be the closer which one and he was like neither um so there's that um let's see uh da, da, da. and then on cedric the entertainer uh the main thing from him was that cedric does apparently doesn't write his own jokes and that not only that but he stole cat williams uh closer joke that Cat Williams did on Comic View, BET's Comic View, which was like used as a promo commercial. Um, and then apparently uh, Cedric the Entertainer stole that, revamped, basically changed out Car with Spaceship and used it as a closer for his set on uh, the Kings of Comedy tour. Um, and when you put up the side by side, I can see where Cat was coming from because the premise of, while well, the premise of the joke wasn't necessarily like it could be changed enough to where you could be like oh they're kind of different the actions that Cedric was doing and adding the music to it I think was the part that was stolen from Cat Williams bit because he did very similar actions and also incorporate music um to the bit um and then also uh not only the OG comedians that we just named but there was also comments on Kevin Hart um basically he basically called him an industry plant um and also said that he everything that kevin hart not everything but most of for a five-year period there we go every single movie that kevin hart uh did was a movie that uh cat williams had passed on because he wanted to edit it it was like can we take some of this uh in his words step and fetching shit out um and the executives uh executive producers were like oh yeah 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 and then next thing he knew like kevin hart was starting in it um and let's see uh and he also went at michael blackson uh i gotta scroll down for him hang on hang on hang on okay um <clears throat> he said on michael blackson that he didn't get booed enough 
And apparently, uh, how he's a real African when doing a fake African accent. Um, and how he's kind of going at him because I, I didn't realize Michael Blackson was saying this, but, uh, he's apparently propping himself up as the African king of, king of comedy, which is like, eh. I've never watched Michael Blackson, so I can't say for sure whether I think he's funny. I just, I just know that I watch a lot of, a lot of Trevor Noah and I like his stuff because it's a little more in line with like my type of humor. So at least recently. So, um, yeah, so let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, and he also dismissed rumors. Cat Williams also dismissed rumors about his personal life, basically like him being on drugs and stuff uh, and also like being in prison because like, I think he did. I think he might have gotten arrested or something, but like he didn't go like to federal prison or something. It didn't like it wasn't to the degree that people were saying. Um, but especially on the drugs, he was like he didn't do drugs. Um, so it was a lot, and that was just the highlights. Like I said, there's a whole summary on the vulture, which I think Jay put in the uh chat. I'm assuming, or maybe you were just highlighting. Yep. There we go. <laughs> Um, I was like, hi, Dirty, how you spoon? Did I forget anybody? Okay. Um, but yeah. So, your thoughts? The whole thing was hilarity. If you don't <laughs> watch the full three hours, I'm sorry to you. Uh, there are, like, somebody broke it down into a 30-minute thing, but I feel like the three hours needs to be savored. Yeah. Every um, like you, you can make it through just break it up into three segments um, some of the stuff he was saying was hilarious some of the stuff he was saying was true <laughs> um, especially about like when he brought receipts mm-hmm. that's the thing about receipts when you have one sometimes there are others will follow so yeah. like how the thing with Cedric how people were showing uh, the joke side by side but then they showed how he stole another joke from a te- old TV oh, show oh yeah. yeah yeah and I was like damn Cedric you stole a joke from a black man um from a dead black man um thank you and it was just like mm, you can't you can't refute that one because when y'all play it side by side it's the exact same so um, also, the funniest comeback out of all of these was the Ludacris one. How oh, yeah. Ludacris came back with a song. I'm sorry. If somebody was talking about me, I'm not going to come back with a song and be like, that That made no sense. You don't have anything. And none of them, are, only a couple of them, but most of them, I'm not saying that it's not true. They're just coming back at him. Right. So I was like, so that makes me think that there's some truth behind what he's saying. <laughs> if you're not refuting it, right? You're just telling him like, "Oh, this is so old," and da 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 da. And I'm like, "And he's so whatever in his career," but you're not saying that what he said about you wasn't true, right? Um, yeah, Cat Williams had the whole clip, emptied it, <laughs> put another one in, emptied that one. People was getting uh, like catching strays. Like it was ridiculous. I love it. About um, apparently about five people, five to seven people's spouses caught strays. I was like, damn, cat. Yes. The funniest thing with other community like kept on stage when he was like, when you don't have a a, a light skin white with the weird face. <laughs> I was like, who like other other comedians are like, I'm safe. <laughs> and they me. Um I was like, it it was just 
and again, we were three days in. <laughs> we were three days into the new year, and Shannon Sharp, he sat down, said hello, and Kat was like, <laughs> and pop, 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 pop. It wasn't a hello back. It wasn't. And I like um, also, too, that Shannon was like, after he gave an interview about that interview and saying how he just sat down and kind of just went. And I was like, yeah, as an interviewer, you didn't control the interview. Yeah. (laughs) You let that get away from you. But I'm glad it got away from you because he went in and we enjoyed every piece of it. Um, Cat Williams they had a lot of people that came into the comments and like came out publicly saying about how like a great person he is, how he's paid money out of his own pocket to different people for his opening acts and things like that. Um, So then it's like, when you start compiling the good he's done Mm -hmm. behind the scenes and it's like, "Mm." and I haven't seen people come out and say like outside of like Tiffany Haddish when uh, she said that Kevin Hart let her like stay at her couch or whatever, mm. like, have you heard things people being like, "Oh yeah, he paid me out of his pocket. He did this for me. He did that for me." Or I haven't heard that. Nope. Nobody's come out of the woodworks and talked about things like that about any of these other comedians. Um, so it's like, it's like, and oh. they try to act like, yeah, interesting. And they try to act like. He says these things to be outlandish just to stay relevant. But realistically, if you think about it, Cat Williams be minding his own business and yeah. then something will happen. And then he's in the news. But he he be minding his business. And even with this, he was minding his business. His name was brought into the podcast. And he came back with a rebuttal and was just like, I'm here already. Might as well. He's like, and while I'm here, and while I'm here, let me take care of this one, this one, this one. <laughs> Right, like mm, I'm just gonna go ahead and air it all out. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, it was very entertaining. It was so entertaining to watch it. The I woke up and everybody was talking about. It. I was like, what happened to Cat Williams? <laughs> and <laughs> they're just oh, it was it was it was funny. Yes. And then also him saying that he can run a four or whatever. <laughs> Uh, that was hilarious until people showed clips of him running and I was like, you know what? <laughs> you might not have been lying. That one might not have been an embellishment. Been an embellishment. I know he did like a sprint, but like it wasn't a full hundred yards, but it was one of those like, or was it? Well, no, because like the length of a, it was the length of like a high school gym or a college gym court or gym basketball court. So it was like, but if he did it in four minutes, that means he had to go back and forth to make it equal to 100 yards. So now he, yeah, so I have a point. Because I think they showed the tail end when he did it. And it was like, see, four minutes. I was like, and then I thought about it. I was like, wait, it doesn't take a full four minutes to get down the basketball court anyway. Um. So, yeah. um, Yeah. And then plus, if y'all ever, if anybody watched Atlanta and watched the Alligator Man episode, he was booking it down that street. Yeah. At the end of the episode, he was... <laughs> running so so i'm like maybe i'm just saying man i don't think uh, i don't think uh now that i've ever done it clearly but i don't think if you've been on drugs like that that you'll be able to do to run that fast because drugs can do a lot of things but i ain't never seen drugs do that yeah at least on the long term yeah um 
So. But this is definitely within his wheelhouse of, I don't know why people, I don't think people should ever bring his name back up. No. If you don't want to be talked about <laughs> because this is added to the, the Wanda Sykes uh, clip that lives rent free in my head when he went in on her. Was when it, they were interviewing him. Was it Wanda Sykes or Wanda Smith? I'm sorry, not Wanda Sykes. Uh, Wanda Smith from uh, when they were on with uh, uh, was it Ricky Smiley or Franksky? I think it was Ricky Smiley. Franksky. Or Franksky? Is it Ricky Smiley? I thought it was. I thought it was Franksky in the morning. Franksky morning show? Uh, I'm not it? I'm not sure because I don't listen to either. But um, I thought he said Ricky Smiley it's in the same Atlanta way. radio, so. Okay. So that's the only reason why I'm like, uh, I know Franksky, Awanda was on Franksky's thing before, but um, yeah, when they went back and forth, that oh, yeah. that was hilarious. Yeah. If you don't, if you've never heard it, look it up because they were going back and forth, and then he was going tit for tat for her with her, mm-hmm. and was just getting her every little thing. Uh, so yeah, I was like, that already showed. Just, just leave that little man alone. <laughs> yes. Leave him be. Sorry, I just got good news. Um, good news for hey, me. We love good news. We love good news. We um, love good news. <laughs> my bad, y'all. Um, I podcast night. I usually don't look at my phone as much. Uh, if I did on regular stream night, but that one, I was something told me. The spirits told me. I was like, oh, thank you, spirits. Anyways, anything else in the Cat Williams interview? I just thoroughly enjoyed it. I was like on the treadmill. I was like, whoo. Well, this is some good entertainment. Getting my workout in. Reese said her wig came with the hip. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, yes. It was the interview we. That's on par. The interview we didn't know we Got needed. It. I was just saying the interview Correct. we didn't know we needed within the first like three this. days. Correct. <laughs> this. Is like on the same level as um, Whitney Houston going in on Wendy Williams on the radio. This same yes. I'm like, yeah. These are moments in radio history or, or like and just in entertainment history where you're just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. I still quote, I still quote Whitney Houston when I talk about Wendy sometimes. Not sometimes, all the time. And yeah. I'm like, Wendy. <laughs> She's like, dear Wiggy, I mean Wiggy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. Um, I'm trying to remember the quote he said, that cat said, uh, when Shan Sharp was Wait, like, which one? I know, right? Uh, when he took that sip and he was like, what was it? You surround yourself with, it was something. You have an affinity for surrounding yourself with losers. <laughs> and that's not like you. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was Come on, cat, coming up with the quote of the year. You have an infinity for surrounding yourself with losers. And that's I not like you. you. <laughs> I was like, oh. I, yes, I'm gonna absolutely log that in so I can like do that as I sip my scotch sometimes. Um Yeah. Like, mm, I'm just it's no more it's unbecoming of you to be like you have an affinity for losers. <laughs> oh, I was 
like so many quotes. So, so, so uh, many. <laughs> Um, okay, outside of that, anything else on Cat Williams, it's just, it was just lovely seeing him empty the clip, and it, it was like, even though, like, you know, grew up watching a lot of, more so Cedric than Steve Harvey, but I grew up watching, like, Kings of Comedy and all that, so, I know a lot of people have their faves, I'm not necessarily feeling a way about Cat revealing the truth, because it was like, oh, good to know, thank you, but I kind of already had my suspicions about Steve Harvey, I ain't gonna hold you, um, there was always something that was like, eh, about him to me but uh like i don't know i i was just more so like eh. <laughs> i love pity tea um and also stealing jokes come on y'all be original but i know there's a whole there's a whole system where they like they basically pay people to go to comedy clubs and get the jokes and like report back to them so it's like not surprising but y'all be original yeah. Also, the people who keep confusing the quote he made about uh, Jonathan Majors mm. in Ugly Men, and he wasn't talking about like black women liking ugly men. He was talking about how uh, white people deem black they want black features, but they don't want the black people with them. Yes, and yet they'll post up certain black. Pe- black uh, public figures yes. like Jonathan Majors who isn't conventionally handsome to them right? Uh, because of the predominant black features uh, not predominant but prominent uh, black features so it was just one of those things where it's like y'all don't ever want this on black people right? and so that's what that whole quote was about not about so people were confusing it they're like oh he's talking about black women and it's like that's not not, what not necessarily, just more so when did that become mainstream? Correct. Because even when he said, I don't, and he made a uh, thing when he said about how he doesn't, um, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't get a white woman because he might be run down the street like Jonathan Majors. <laughs> it's not because he doesn't like white women. He said, I like, I am attracted to them, yada, yada, yada. But when you look at what's happened, like, within the entertainment industry and some of the some of the things that have happened and you're just like yeah Yeah. certain moves aren't the thing just because I could go a whole thing on Jonathan Majors I really could we got a little bit about him later but I'm just tired of him being a weirdo but go ahead (laughs) yes all, all I'm gonna say on Jonathan Majors and him all that was for somebody he met on set for eight like man. two seconds ago. <laughs> and it wasn't even that great of a movie. <laughs> you met her on Ant-Man. You met her two seconds ago. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, yeah. Alright. Anything um, else before we move on to... Uh... Twitch news. Nope, we can go right on ahead. All right, so creator hub news. Um, it's basically with Twitch. I didn't really see anything else outside of uh the Discord layoff news. Um, but yeah, big big news for Twitch. Not on the good side, and I I, I don't think it's a Twitch 
as the software can do better, I think it's Twitch the corporation is like, oh damn. Yeah. Um so uh so Dan Clancy in a blog confirmed that five hundred people at Twitch have been laid off. Uh those five hundred people represent thirty five percent of the company. Um I think I wanna say it was five hundred plus uh a hundred something more. Like it was the first hundred and then uh there was a blog coming out saying five hundred people were gonna be laid off uh in the following uh days and that happened as of yesterday. Um so yeah, absolutely like thoughts out to this Twitch staff who gotten laid off. Um, but sheesh. So uh there's actually something that uh was said that basically Twitch uh when Dan Clancy went live Y'all don't know who Dan Clancy is. He's CEO of Twitch now. But when Dan Clancy went live, it was earlier today. Earlier today, he was basically like, right now, Twitch isn't really profitable. Um, it's not really tenable uh, in making money as a company. So that's what's going on. Um, and yeah, but along with the layoffs, apparently Twitch, OBS, and NVIDIA announced enhanced, enhanced broadcasting, uh, which allows streamers to transmit up to five concurrent streams to Twitch at different resolutions. Um, there's a, a link of how to, or what all it means, basically. Um, will I be doing that? Not necessarily, but yeah. Um, before <laughs> we get into the other quality of life stuff, which isn't that I mean, it is what it is but before we get into other quality of life stuff any thoughts about the layoffs and possible future of which as of that news that kind of, yeah so that kind of sucks that i mean this is a trend that people have been seeing since the end of the pandemic mm-hmm. um when we started coming out of it and they noticed that like less people are watching it um using it and spending money like they were during the pandemic, which is crazy that we were all home doing we, nothing. We had all the time in the world. Money. All of it. And was acting like we had all the money in the world. <laughs> um, it's like, and I didn't, <laughs> but was I spending it? Yes, I Literally. was. <laughs> it was like every, every chance you got spending bits on your friends. So I was like, I could have just cash after you. <laughs> oh at that point but yeah uh it's kind of sucks to see that they're laying off so many people again uh this is something that it's a trend that they've noticed that less people are watching less people are spending money and then the money that is being sent spent it's been spent on like bigger streamers realistically uh the ones who get like thousands in their chat and like are making millions because I know how to count pockets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But between what they make streaming and then like back end deals that they have for partnerships and things like that. Yeah, they're making way more than the average streamer. Um, <laughs> so you'll see that factor in. So it's kind of like, oh, we knew it was going to be a downturn. And now people within the company are feeling that as well because 500 people being laid off um one good like not good thing but one thing period is that this is something that's happening like across the board yeah across different industries 
not just this. So it's not like a Twitch specific thing. Uh, this is just something multiple industry wise that once we came out of the once we came out of the pandemic that le- people were doing less. Mm-hmm. So this is just like one of those after effects. Uh, so that sucks. And then also you said Discord, right? Yeah, Discord also did layoffs. They're, they are laying off 170 people, which is roughly 70, 17% of the company. That, see, that quarter, that that fourth quarter from last year, mm-hmm. the projections, they came in and not the greatest. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Okay, so... Again, thoughts are definitely with people who have been laid off because that is a shitty feeling. Um, I can only imagine. Um, and hopefully they find something in the meantime. I know there were like job boards out and stuff geared towards tech and community managers, stuff like that. So, um, look, I've been laid off. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they luckily gave us like a two month, uh, a two month heads up, but it sucks when you get laid off. It, yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, so, hopefully they get severance packages. Hopefully so. Yeah. All right, a couple of quality of life stuff for Twitch. So Twitch updated their entire policy time. Their their entire policy this time to address the implied nudity or black censor bar metas. The new rules prevent streamers from implying or suggesting that they are fully or partially nude, including but not limited to covering breasts or genitals with objects or sensor bars. Streamers with streamers with cleavage must be sure it is clear that the streamer is wearing clothing. Um, so basically, you can't sense a bar, you can't use items suggesting it was like, oh, boobs are out, but you're like, you know, two black circles covering it. Um, anything like that, you can, cleavage is still okay, as long as it's, like, in, like, you can tell you're wearing clothes, like, uh, Jada with her tank top. Um. If I didn't have straps on this, and all you saw was cleavage, that might be, get us in trouble a little bit. A little bit. But I have straps, so you can clearly see. Yeah. I'm wearing an article of clothing. So the entire nudity policy is like, I, I see what they were trying to do. But once again, we can't have nice things. So people went wild with it. And this is this is why we pull back. Drift! Um, and and this is this is why Twitch had to pull back because we can't have nice things because you folks out there be wilding. Um, yeah. Anyways. Um, Twitch is also working on the ability to blur thumbnails and filter content based on content label preferences. Damn, I hope they didn't blur ours. Oh, I mean, we're not showing anything. I just have the uh, profanity one on because it's like I, I have the not, not 18 label or yeah, not intended for not younger than 18 label, but also 18 plus. Um, words escape me, but I have the 18 plus label on, but also add the profanity so that we can cuss freely. Um, but I just realized, I realized that as I was reading, I was like, damn, I hope bars aren't blurred. I hope the blur is for when you click nudity or whatever, or suggestive. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, uh, I just, 
just realized that it was like, oh well. But good on Twitch for using the blur thumbnail for working on blurring thumbnails. Probably should have done that like before the whole nudity artist nudity thing came out. But you know, here we are. Um. Oh well. All right. And trigger warning. So according to a Bloomberg report, uh, it found that Twitch clips are being used to record and share child abuse in the realm of uh, in the realm of like pedophiles and that sense i know i hate it i hate internet it's like if i if we do end up having kids it's like my kid can't be online y'all y'all did too much At all. yeah they make it it's like you make everything gross i know so it's, i hate that but i mean Clearly, it's the reports out, so hopefully there's safety staff at Twitch that can do something about it uh, to try to mitigate it, but I don't know. Because the Twitch society is for kids, this is can be for kids 13 plus, but obviously anybody can get on Twitch because you can lie about your age if they have that age thing. Yeah, because they have the birth date. So if you, you can obviously lie about your age, so it's just one of those things like, ugh. Right, because I... Come on, we. I think most of us, especially in the age of chat rooms, I was definitely lying about my age to get into chat rooms. Like, <laughs> you learn really quickly what you need to put in to be 16, to be 18, uh, to enter into them. So, Yeah, I didn't do that for chat rooms. I definitely did that for like wine and what? liquor websites. Um, but it was <laughs> legit. I was like, I was curious about wine. That was just in college at the time. It wasn't 21 yet. Oh, um, I love this. I know, I'm Why so churchy. <laughs> oh. It, um, the, oh, yes, the ASL area and not American Sign Language. <laughs> oh. But it's like, yeah, I was definitely up in them chat rooms. I was on MSN chat rooms, AOL chat rooms, Yahoo chat rooms. Did you have to have an age thing to create an email for Yahoo? Uh, I don't remember. I remember having. Yeah, oh, we got a raid. Yeah, age restriction is like, like I said, nice thought, but it's just like, uh, people be lying. Kids be, kids be lying. Correct. Correct. They lie. It's, yeah. Again, we lied. Well, no, not all of us. <laughs> Some of us lied during our adolescent years and it was all up in the chat rooms ASL I think the only uh, other website I liked to get on was the Pain Olympics wherever website had the Pain Olympics on look I was living <laughs> my life like a teenage boy and was on everything that I wasn't supposed to be so yeah <laughs> uh yeah if yeah. you, whatever you imagine a 13 year old boy's search history looks like that's probably what mine looked like <laughs> uh yeah yeah so um but yeah like i said I, obviously i'm sure twitch knows about the article so hopefully they're doing so, something to mitigate it i don't quite know what since i don't necessarily work in the super cyber security space um that's not my trade right now 
maybe one day, but not right now. So I'm not sure what all could be done. I'm trying to think with my limited imagination, but hopefully something could be done. It'll be nice. But from the sounds of it, I just need to keep my hypothetical kid offline. Um, if I ever yeah. have a kid. Because it's gross. Like, it, people find a way to ruin everything. Um, it's already bad enough that to where they had to make certain rules and regulations around um, family channels mm. and like comments, yeah, the comment sections, oh yeah, uh, for their videos, yeah, like because that was a thing. Um, so it's like it's so weird that you have to like think about that, and I just say, kids shouldn't stream, nah. just for that simple fact. It's like if you have to worry about the comments or like pedophiles and things like that watching your kids just because it's on a public platform Mm -mm. how about you webcam with your friends and that's about it great you keep it there skype it up it's like they they need to be exactly age limits exist for a reason yeah uh it's just the yeah i even saw so i've even seen s workers who um one was on twitter and she was talking about how like if you are an s worker and you use like twitch as a platform that you she was equating you to a she was equating them to a pedophile but i was and i wanted to say something to be like well actually there are things that they put in place for those age limits to say like my channels for 18 plus. So I talk about adult content right. and again, most websites, when they ask you, are you 18? It's a yes or no click. That's it. Right. So it's not the responsibility of the website. They put the, they put the parameters up. So it's more of a user thing to where it's like, I can just lie and say, yes, I'm 18. Right. Click. And that's it. Right. That's all it takes. Unless your state has things like where some of the other states where they limit porn and you have to actually show a valid ID. That's the only way that you can actually fully securely uh, protect things that you don't want children to see. Right. That's it. Yeah. Because I know there are states that require you to like show your whole ID. Um, like to upload it, basically. Um, I don't know if that's tenable. Because, again, it's like, mm, I mean, ideally that'd be great, but it's like, who are you uploading it to and will it be sold later? That would be my only concern. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, think about their craft for the time that they aren't allowed to stream. Don't put yourself out there because there are creeps all over the place. It's unfortunate. There are creeps all over the place. And again, it's why we wouldn't be starting... If we started a YouTube channel, it would just be a couple's channel. It wouldn't be a family channel, including the kids, unfortunately. As cute as some of them are, it's like, mm, I just can't. I can't. I can't post it and then think about, like, who's watching it. Because, and you really get the, pers- the perspective on it when you see when people turn, like, when the kids turn, like, 18. Yeah. And people count down. Yes. Like, oh, they're legal now. And it's like... Mm-hmm. that's real predatory behavior okay groomer right like, you were waiting for somebody to turn 18 so that way you can comment about their body yeah that's disgusting 
exactly you don't know how they're going to clip and edit things together not at all so it's like it's yikes on a bike but you know just keep kids let kids be kids go outside play touch some grass yes uh yeah play with your friends that is the healthy option but i get it we're we're getting increasingly online yeah like millennials are basically i mean no millennials were basically the last generation that didn't really have didn't really that weren't really on the internet like that at least when we were little little um teenage is like different different story um because a lot of us were online by the time we were teenagers but um but even then it wasn't the same like how it is now we, we nope. still had myspace yeah we don't we didn't have the major cloud online we had dial up for a little bit yeah I know they don't go outside where they need to. <laughs> As I'm like, it's they all they. I have nephews, and like all they do is want to play games. They and... they they be on that iPad, that phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like just out of the conversation because all you're doing is yep. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, anything else before we dive into the just don't care stuffs? Um. So no, nothing on that. Anything else on Twitch and the layoffs? Just I hope everybody who got laid off between Twitch and Discord uh, has other things lined up and jobs. Okay, yeah, agreed. All right, now for our Just Don't Care So Do Y'all Care segment. And what would we be if we didn't start off Just Don't Care with Florida in 2024? Um, uh, I hope you recover soon. Thank you again for the raid, Dylan. I hope you have a good night. Feel better. Uh, never thought I'd be a girl that Nintendo and over here we are, right, Spoon? Um, alright, so, Florida. Florida School District pulled dictionaries for sexual conduct descriptions. Um, they're facing a federal lawsuit after it decided to, a Florida School District is facing a federal lawsuit after it decided to remove copies of dictionaries, encyclopedia, and other books because the works included descriptions of sexual conduct. Um, it was the Escambia County School District located in Pensacola, Florida, um, because school officials determined that the books violate Florida law, HB 1069. <laughs> the irony. Um, the law signed by, I'll be an adult, the law signed by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis last year restricts access to materials containing sexual conduct in Florida classrooms. District officials also removed copies of the Guinness Book of World Records and Ripley's Believe It or Not, a book for kids that highlights unusual stories and hair-raising oddities according to the book's descriptions. Uh, other removed titles include biography, biographies on Thurgood Marshall, the first Black uh, Supreme Court Justice, and Anne Frank's Diary of a Young Girl. Gotta love Florida. Florida be Florida. <laughs> That's how do you take out the dictionary? It's giving Fahrenheit 451. Mm-hmm. Like, 
it's it, we're just gonna start burning all the books and rewriting history because that's what that is like yep it's a dictionary yep it, it's an encyclopedia i'm shocked they didn't take the thesaurus <laughs> like it's a textbook definition and they're like nope we don't want this in there i'm like it's Sorry, kids, your sight words are going to suck. No more sight words because we can't pull words from the dictionary because they took it. And you had this random question about this thing occurring in nature that would be found in an encyclopedia. That's gone too. It's, oh. Florida be so Florida. Again, it's the new year and here come Florida with some bull. Yep. Yep. Anything else on that, though? <laughs> oh, on that, no, but I have a, a just don't care to add at the end. Okay. All right, before we get to that, uh, I was avoiding it for so long, but he just wouldn't stop. All right. Um. <laughs> so let's briefly talk about Jonathan Major's weird, weird obsession with Coretta Scott King. Just that in a silo, just that part. Yeah. Um... So a moment that's gone viral on social media, uh, Major Shea again brought up Carell Scott King in his first interview since uh, the verdict came out with his trial. Only this time he was referring to his semi-new girlfriend, actor or actress Megan Good, who accompanied him to the courtroom uh, during his trial. And he said, quote, she's an angel. She's held me down like a Coretta. Um, <laughs> a claim that has earned predictable criticism on the internet. As to as we should note, apparently, because Jesus, um, Coretta Scott King was an activist in her own right, contrary to popular perception, uh, did not exist merely to provide comfort to her famous husband, civil rights leader, Dr. Martin Luther King. Um, yeah, and it even got to the point that their daughter, Bernice King, basically said, could y'all stop with the Coretta Scott King comparisons? Because my mom, my mom was more than a prop. So yeah, why? Why is he obsessed with this? Yeah. Oh, Dallas. The memes are hilarious. The memes. The memes were memes. It was. It was funny. Yes. But yes, because it's it's it all started when they the um court stuff came out and when he told her to act like Creta, uh, act like Michelle, and so everybody was just like, that, "Sir, that's just weird on multiple sir. fronts." Um, and then now you're like, he got his Coretta now. He got his Coretta. I was like, oh, the memes have been hilarious. The the comparisons. And again, if you have to have their daughter, the actual living family member come out and be like, can you please stop? <laughs> like, just stop. Because <laughs> no, no, just stop it. And then as a black man, you're now you're just uh, reducing everything she's done, like you said, down to just being a prop right. to hold up a man, which that's a lot of times what most people equate black women to anyway, is just holding down their man. That's it. Yes. Um. So it's just like, we're kind of tired of that narrative. Right. And also... Um, we've been fighting against that one. Right. And also, I find it funny that it's like, it would have it would have been i think equally if not even more funny um if he had replaced Corona with michelle or included michelle in that in the interview because michelle's still alive and 
and could yeah. offer a offer quite a nice rebuttal um because there is there's an esquire like beside her name if y'all didn't know i was just like why um he's doing Miller, maryland and the goldsmith he really tried he really tried it Look, he he really wasn't even dating a maryland or an anna he was he was dating a oh if what's we, elon if we be honest yeah he was dating a grimes like yeah all that uh, for someone you recently met on Quantumania. Right. Um, the funniest meme I saw to me was the one where they had it was a picture of Martin Luther King and Kreta oh, yeah. at like a thing and they put they put him into it. I was like, y'all so petty. Or I saw today a post and it was like, what y'all doing for uh, uh. Ooh, what y'all doing for Mark uh for Jonathan Major's day off? <laughs> they're like not Martin Luther King Jr., but they're like Jonathan Major Jr. day off. What y'all doing? Uh, like, child, like oh. after all this, I was like, can y'all give Coretta her own day as well? She's been through a dub in the afterlife. Just turning in her grave. Yes. Just turning. I was like, it's been hilarious. But again, what are black people gonna do? We're gonna make a joke. Um so the memes have been hilarious. <laughs> it's like they're hot. Before I knew what he said, I started seeing memes, <laughs> and then I was like, "What is this Coretta stuff for?" For the same old one he said, and then I saw the interview. I was like, "Here we go. Okay, this makes sense now." I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." For the record, no, I've never been called that by anyone. Thankfully, <laughs> yeah, right. But I, all I say is, I hope that every partner that I have holds me down the way Jonathan Major's <laughs> holding down Credit Sock King. Right. Because he holding that name down. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Like, you, you better love me the way, the way Jonathan Major's loves Coretta. You better love me that level. Uh, it's like, oh. All right. It's like, yeah. <laughs> What was uh what was your just don't care edition? So I know because I have one. Stanley Mania. Oh. Stanley <laughs> Mania. Cause if y'all would have seen the video, if you've seen oh I'm, I'm oh so we're gonna have to talk about that offline. Yeah. <laughs> Because the power bottom jokes. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry for the people who are listening and just heard all they heard was power bottom jokes. <laughs> TD Jakes. <laughs> Talk about TD Jakes. So here's why we, oh. here's why I was debating on whether or not we cover it. And basically it's because it's an unverified source. So I didn't want to go in that direction quite fully. I like to have stuff that I can go back to of like pull up the receipts and the receipts are rumors at this point hilarious though um but yes but but yeah so stanley mania has taken over if y'all don't know about this stanley cups i yes i have one i love my stanley cup it's brand new i got it in pink the coveted color (laughs) (laughs) yes me and my stanley in in the mic um 
But yeah, so this has like taken over and people are so mad because it's been a, a company that's been around for like literally 100 years. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so then they decided they revamped stuff, rebranded because a lot of people were using their cups more recently because if you are a cup person, collecting cups is a thing. <laughs> Not everybody is a cup person. And I am definitely a cup person. I spend money on some cups. I love a cup. I like a good cup. Um, so I got mine as a gift, which, but I still would pay. I still gonna pay full price if I find that uh, Starbucks pink one. Even though we're supposed to be boycotting Starbucks, but I want that pink cup. Um, <laughs> it's sparkly. It's cute. Um, I can buy it secondhand so that way technically I'm not giving any money to Starbucks. There you go. I'm giving money to whoever else bought it. <laughs> so my my morals and conscience are clear. Uh. Um, but yeah, there were people like fighting in line for these. They're like running up on people, people stealing them. Recently, if you go on um like eBay and stuff like that, people are selling these cups for like a hundred dollars, reselling them. Um, yeah, Stanley Cups took over. Ah, Yetis aren't as great. They aren't. Yeti cups are cool, but not all cups are created equal. And just because they're expensive doesn't mean they're good either. Because, mm, yeah, our, pe- our people who show, like, the $5 Stanley dupes, those are not the same. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> uh, I have water bottle. I have $20 water bottles. Just because they're bomb. So I'm like, I just bought a brand new water bottle. And yeah. But it take over. People are fighting over it. There was a whole video of this woman was being a Karen for the Karen for a cause. Um, she got her cup and then these these men jumped the line. And so she started recording them. Come find out they were there just to steal the cup. So like as soon as they got towards the front, they hopped the counter, stole the box. And try to tell people were like in line beating up on them, make sure that they didn't steal these cups. They try to snatch her cups. Um, like it was ridiculous. It's it's a whole thing. <laughs> Yetis are durable, but they're not cute. <laughs> we like a cute cup. We like we like a handle that matches your cup. We, we like a cuteness. We like aesthetic. And also these things stay cold. I, mm, see, I don't like Yetis. I don't. Um, I still need to try Hydro Flask. Um, I want one just so I can try it. And um, I want to say Mystery Embassy one? has the coldest. one. I want to say Mystery Embassy How has a Hydro Flask. I got to double check, though. See, I want to try that brand. And I want to try um, the coldest. That's another brand. Mm. Um, I like my favorite one that you can find at the at-home store is Hydra Gear. Love those. They stay so cold for so long. I love them. They're like 20 bucks. So if you want something that's equivalent to Stanley, but cheaper, if you don't want to pay $45 for a cup, that's it. I was like, they're they're bomb. And, then, and they have like the big, huge ones. They have the tumblers. They have the ones for the kids. Like, it's great. Um, yeah, so I was like, that Stanley Mania, it took over. Yes, I'm a part of that. Um, people think, again, people are mad because it's been brought up 
But it's just like, it's a cup thing. If you're a cup person, you get it. People spend money on iPhones when they come out on Android, on they phones, do. period. They do. Um, they spend money on cars. Cars. Drift. Um, <laughs> on specific wheels and things like that. So it's like, this is just something else. So it's like, it's, that's, that's literally all it is. Um, but yeah, that was my just don't care. So do they care? Because them people were wiling in, them li- in the lines over these cups. Like get, y'all really. And they got so bad they had, them put them, they had to put them behind the plastic just like they do with birth control and um, condoms and plan B's and apparently black hair products for whatever reason. But yeah. <laughs> right. So. But I got mine and I'm not taking it outside the house because I'm not getting my shit jacked. <laughs> I'm not getting beat up because over my pink cup because <laughs> it's the color right now too it's the pinks yeah I had to wait my sister ordered this uh, right before Christmas and I just got it yesterday that's how long it took <laughs> that's how long it took <laughs> so yeah All right. But yeah, that's all I had. Moving right along to weekly roundup. Um, I'm okay. I'm just haven't been using my voice that much, apparently. All right. Um, first up, we got where are you are you? There's a tunnel, um, that we didn't know about that was discovered. Uh, yeah, I can't even take outside. Touche. Cups <laughs> belong in the house. <laughs> you don't take a glass outside the house. Uh, <laughs> all right. So there's a discovery of a tunnel at a, I'm going to say, Kabat synagogue. <laughs> um, So the Chabad the uh, Lubavitch World Headquarters in New York serves as the center of an influential Hasidic Jewish movement. Uh, all began when a cement truck arrived to seal the tunnel's opening, and proponents of the tunnel then staged a protest and ripped off the wooden uh, siding of the synagogue. Police uh, were called to the scene um, and ultimately arrested nine people. Those supporting this tunnel said that they were carrying out an expansion plan long envisioned by the former head of the movement, Rabbi uh, Menachem Mendel uh, Schneerson, uh, and the passageway is believed to have started in the basement of an empty apartment building behind the headquarters, snaking under a series of offices and lecture halls before eventually connecting to the synagogue. And according to the New York City Department of Buildings investigation, I don't know if this was like recent or like years before, it found a tunnel. It found the tunnel located beneath the headquarters that was approximately 60 feet long and eight feet wide, extended under several buildings in the vicinity, connected between openings, cut into basement walls. Oh wait, yeah, you're in New York. Um. So, yeah, was there a lot of uh, a lot of chaos behind this, or so? Yeah, it is in Crown Heights. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, since I'm not in that area, I didn't hear about it until I was seeing it on New York, like all the New York Instagram stuff. Yeah, and it was like, what? This is crazy, and though, and. The way they even found out about the tunnels is because somebody heard somebody in the walls of right. their apartment. 
So like that's crazy. And within New York, anyways, like some walls are paper thin. But when you hear a voice that you've never heard before out of nowhere, <laughs> it's like yeah. Um, and yep, because they did it over during the um, during COVID during the pandemic, they started tunneling. That's when they started oh. doing the tunnels. Yeah. So it's like when nobody was paying attention. And every time I see this story now, all I think is secret tunnel, <laughs> secret tunnel. Um, but yeah, they they were. Oh, that was crazy. And then them not wanting to leave the tunnels, but they did today. Um, was it today? Yeah, I think it was today that they started like patching it up, not like filling the tunnel itself, yeah. but they uh, closed off and like smoldered. Um, the entrance Ew. so that way people could stop getting in and then they tore it down um the siding <laughs> so it's like yeah it was crazy <laughs> <laughs> um i find that um, absolutely so hilarious <laughs> um all right cool. and, if, and if people know like the jewish population here is huge yeah so <laughs> Like, if you ever fly into New York, you will see so many um, people with the... Uh, yarmulkes. Yarmulkes. Yeah, thank you. The yarmulkes and all that. And, like, there's a whole thing I didn't know uh, in the hospitals on... Um, what's the... On the Sabbath mm -hmm. that they run the elevator... Uh, like 24-7 so it just goes up and down so that they don't have to push the buttons because you can't use on Sabbath you're not supposed to work or like do certain things so so that way they don't have to actually push the buttons it just goes by itself so that they're able to use it like it's a whole thing so this yeah yep full like you'll see on the plane full suits hair, the little hair rings that come out the side yeah because like everything full families you're like dang their whole areas. My favorite deli now to get pastrami at. They made they made it a point <laughs> to say that the rye bed was Jewish rye bread because <laughs> they make it in house. And we we're like, not only is it rye bread, they're like it's Jewish rye bread. <laughs> like okay, just so y'all know, uh, it's super kosher. <laughs> just said, isn't New York built on top of uh, old New York or something like that? I don't know. But I've only New been York there once. Sinking. Well, I've been I've been there twice, but once as a full. Oh, let me go visit, and once to be via airport. Uh, you say it was sinking? Yeah, it's so heavy, it sinks a little bit. Damn. Um, yeah, think about it. It's it's a big concrete slab, and then you're building on top of it, over and over again. Oh, touche. So it probably is a merit to yeah. New current New York being built on top of old New York. So possibly? Yeah. Don't know for sure though. <laughs> okay. But I know they'll put a building up anywhere. Yes. They will stick it up. Just <laughs> Yes. Um. Alright. Anything else on on y'all secret tunnels, apparently? <laughs> Nothing on our secret tunnels. They're <laughs> hilarious. All right. Moving right along. Whoop. Come on. There we go. All right. 
So this was really interesting. So more than 15 years after he passed, stand-up comedian George Carlin has been brought back to life in an artificial intelligence-generated special called George Carlin, I'm Glad I'm Dead. Um, Yeah. So the person who did it uh, was quoted saying, I just want to let you know very clearly that what you're about to hear is not George Carlin. It's my impersonation of George Carlin that I developed in the exact same way a human impressionist would. And that was at the beginning of the special. So, y'all got y'all gotta stop acting like these people who were famous didn't have kids. So, um, <laughs> Kelly Carlin, correct? <laughs> Kelly Carlin, who is George Carlin's daughter, posted a statement on Twitter Wednesday against the AI generated special. And Kelly said, "Here's an idea. How about we give some actual living human comedians a listen to? But if you want to listen to the genuine George Carlin, he has 14 specials that you can find anywhere." Um, I think it's ridiculous you're trying to recreate something from... You're trying to recreate a whole human at their craft from AI. Um, because comedy is very much like an art form. So, like, once that person's gone, it's like, you can... People can do impressions, but that the person who put their soul into that that particular art form, it's not happening anymore. Like, give it up. It's gone. Just, like, lift... View the memories, uh, enjoy the memories of it, and move on. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, thoughts as you're rebutting to drift. Um, but thoughts on George Carlin's AI special. <laughs> um, yeah, that shouldn't happen. I don't like she said. You can go watch other comedians. You could do a lot of different things, but it's so weird generating generating some AI um, AI just to impersonate uh, somebody dead. Mm. Like I said, that has family members that are alive and you're using the, you're using their likeness. I would sue. I'd be like, you're using my father's likeness. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, see, we can't have, so I'm not wholly against AI just generally, because I think it can help you. It's a time, it can help you with time efficiency. It can help you be more efficient at whatever. I just, it just shouldn't replace people um, or try to reanimate people who are no longer with us. Like, that's weird and disrespectful. But... I don't know because the person who created covered covered his his ass by saying that uh this is an AI um generated uh AI generated stand up based on his impersonation of George Carlin. So I don't know if he effectively covered his ass that way. But I would be interested to see a lawsuit and see how, how it comes out. <clears throat> if if I were related in any way to the Carlin family, which I am not. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so anything else on that though? Uh, on that, that's it. Uh, all right, moving right along. Angela Bassett did the thing, she's been doing the thing, but I guess at some let's see, um, the Academy of Motion Picture, Picture Arts and Sciences decided to somewhat recognize that she did the thing. So, after two nominations, nearly 40 years as an actress, 
Uh, Angela Bassett uh, has received an honorary Academy Award, and she was honored Tuesday at the 14th annual, yeah, 14th annual Governor's Award, a gathering of the Board of Governors of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, which gives out Oscars. So, I mean, I am happy she got recognized. I just think she should have won an Oscar outright for either nomination that she had in the first place. Um, either or both, you know, that, you know, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, I'm glad that she's getting her flowers. I just wish she, like, I would just wish people were more respectful to her and her work and actually voted for her to get an Oscar. Because the Oscars, it's not the, the people, we the people voting, um, like, American Idol or something. It's like, some people... Some selected people in the on the back end um, who are voting. So it's not like America, you know, just wasn't voting for her or anything. It's like it's a it's a forty twenty thing um, where only certain people can get to vote. So I and from what I've heard of like quotes coming out of the said voters and people who are on the board and stuff about like certain actors and actresses. It it does raise eyebrows for me. It does kind of put a bad taste in my mouth of like, mm, see, that's why I wasn't cut out to be in Hollywood because y'all just y'all just mean y'all mean. So yeah, um, all of that to say, absolutely happy for her. I know like she was celebrating that night. I I just don't like how Hollywood be playing on her name. That's all. <laughs> playing all in her name and her face all of that yes um <laughs> not of the mountains uh she yeah, that, that's <laughs> of the mountains it's going on my, my list <laughs> of names like of the mountain people of the mountains oh <laughs> uh, um also agree Jeff. uh Angela Bess is fine um like absolutely she's one of those people who's like you don't age at all at all not Cassie. shut up <laughs> guess Drissa Cat says because she wear no dress um anywho moving on uh but yeah it was like like I said absolutely happy for her um but it's, uh, I would do better, but they're not because they're still, in, they're not doing better because as we see, they're currently not even paying Taraji her just, uh, pay, so. But Vivica A. Fox said, I'm good. Yeah, because you all know. That was so funny. I, I mean, it sounds like you got whatever you needed, which sounded like, you know, if, if your personal life is doing well, great for you, sis, but also you're not really acting that much. So, I don't think, um, I, I, well, how do I say it? I don't think she really has room to talk if, like, she hasn't been in a movie in how long? That on a show? Yeah. What? Um, what? She has her little, she got her little show right now on, uh, on YouTube or something with, uh, Claudia Black. With uh, Claudia, Claudia Jordan. Jordan. Oh, you mean that gossip show? Mm -hmm. That's a, 
First off, that's YouTube, so that's on YouTube to pay them. So that's different from SAG Hollywood. I'm not knocking you because I'm on it too. I'm just saying. What's the show quickly? It's like, yes, Claudia Jordan, Funky Dineva, and her and Vivian Fox. Mm-hmm. They be talking about stuff. <laughs> they they be talking about like, stuff. It's cute. Mm-hmm. It's cute. They doing what we doing. They just got famous names, so they got more. <laughs> yes. Uh, but <laughs> not selling bad with the church church uh-huh. mothers now. I could not. <laughs> Now people go crack. <laughs> That's gonna be my quote for everything uh, now. Anytime I'm good on something, I'm just gonna be like, I'm good. <laughs> Sucks for you. I'm good. Uh, I would. Instead of couldn't be me, it's just be like, I'm good. <laughs> uh not that black has shattered. I cannot. I cannot. No comment. I'm no comment. Y'all ain't gonna make me be mean in the first 11 days. It hasn't even been a full two weeks yet. <laughs> I gotta ease into my petty this year. Right? You gotta, <laughs> gotta slide in. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> um, I get not with y'all. Anything else on... <laughs> On um Angela though, um, yes. congratulations to her and her arms. Yes, um, you know she apparently she runs. I won't say every day, but she runs a lot. She be running. That's how she keeps up with her uh, physique. It's like dang, <laughs> dang. <laughs> When I grow up, I want to be just like you, <laughs> Angela. Miss Angela. Yes. Um. Okay. So, let's see. If there's nothing else, I think we are good to wrap up. Nothing else, right? Nothing else. All right. Cool. Um. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of the NBC Talks podcast. We will be back next week. Uh yes, we'll be back next week. Um yes, yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back next week. Um it's been fun. Um but appreciate y'all as always. 